I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Shannon. This week, I'm talking about the Gratitude Pokemon, so I'd like to take a moment to say thank you. I always say I make this podcast because it didn't exist and I wanted to listen to it. But I'm incredibly thankful that people listen to it and enjoy it. Who knows if I would have quit by now if nobody was listening. Of course, seeing listeners as numbers and statistics on my computer is one thing, but even better is when I hear from my fans. Reviews on Apple Podcasts, tweets, Facebook messages and YouTube comments. Every cute little message I've received is still saved in a folder on my phone, and I take a look at it when I'm feeling down. Thanks to everyone who has ever gotten in touch. Thanks to everyone who has shared the show. Thanks to everyone who has written in about a monster. And if you're listening right now and you haven't said hi before, what better time is there to say thanks? You would genuinely make my day. Sometimes, in the course of researching this podcast, I'll learn a Pokémon's Japanese name and realize that the whole monster is built around a pun. For once, here we have a Pokémon which seems to be based on a pun in English. Shaman is a literal hedgehog. Its spines have been replaced with a little segment of greenery. Shaman has a white body and pink flowers on either side of its head. Some like to compare it to a chia pet, a popular American product that grows plants on a little model so as to resemble hair. I also think Shaman looks a little like a small rock covered in moss that one might find in a Japanese garden. Pokemon Diamond tells us, It lives in flower patches and avoids detection by curling up to look like a flowering plant. Shaman is described as the gratitude Pokemon. Giving flowers as a thank you is common the world over, and Shaman is an embodiment of that. Pokemon Platinum tells us, The flowers all over its body burst into bloom if it is lovingly hugged and senses gratitude. In Pokemon Legends Arceus, Shaman could be caught in a little story about a character wanting to thank the Shaman that helped them. Shaman also had a big role in the movie Giratina and the Sky Warrior. It mostly spent the film giving Ash a lot of sass, but later it became the titular Sky Warrior. Pokemon HeartGold and Soul Silver explain, The blooming of Gracidia flowers confers the power of flight upon it. Feelings of gratitude are the message it delivers. In Sky Form, Shaman undergoes a magical girl transformation and becomes a kind of antlered little animal in booties, gaining a flying type. It has a bit less defense and HP, but is much faster and can dish out damage, meaning both forms have their own interesting uses. Unfortunately, as a mythical, Shaman has never been legal in competitive play. I spoke to Jan, the Queen of Shaman on Twitter. Yeah, so um, I first, so Shaman came out in like, I believe it was 2009, and I distinctly have a very vivid memory of seeing the distribution posters in my local Toys R Us, which so dates me, but (laughs) I fell in love with it instantly. I just really liked the cute uh, design because I mean, it's just, it's a pun on Hedgehog, uh, and I just thought it was very cute and fell in love with it instantly. I have a lot of drawings that I have saved from over the years of like just Shaman-esque doodles from when I was like 10 years old 
and stuff. So I fell in love with it instantly. It was my favorite Pokemon from there on out. And, you know, that was pretty much my uh, core of my online identity from there on out when I moved on to other sites like uh, Pokemon Crossroads and stuff like that. I was notoriously uh, called like the Shaman Queen or something like that because that was I was always promoting different like Shaman based events. I was very knowledgeable about um, different aspects and fun facts about Shaman in general. I like drawing Shaman. I have uh, done a bunch of different designs revolving around Shaman, uh, taking the design and making it, uh, you know, based on other creatures and stuff like that. So it was just something that I had always really enjoyed. It's a very simple but very uh, cute and malleable design, especially when you, I mean, you already see that with taking it in the sky form. Uh, so I just really liked it because of that. Yeah, I was about to ask, how do you feel about the sky form? I, yeah, I, so the land form's definitely my preference, uh, and when I was a kid I wasn't a huge fan of the sky form, I thought it was like, oh, it's the boy one, whatever, but <laughs> as an adult I actually think it's really neat, it's a very unique interpretation of like, uh, I feel like it's got some angelic inspirations to it, which is very fitting for like the gratitude Pokemon and stuff like that, but it also looks like a cute little reindeer, and I enjoy that greatly. So you mentioned doing Shaman events. Could you tell me about some of that? So for Pokemon Crossroads, I am one of the, uh, even though the site isn't super active anymore, I've been one of the four moderators and admins for a number of years now. And so what we did for April Fools one year was essentially like a Shaman themed event where we had people design memes, do drawings, write poetry, do stuff like that, just to kind of like do a Shaman extravaganza, and we had done similar events similar to that in the past with like Eevee and the electric uh, Pika clones. So, you know, it made sense to kind of do it since I had been recently promoted to admin to do like a Shaman themed one, and that was really fun. Um, but I've done other stuff on other sites, like I run a couple Shaman themed ask vlogs over on Tumblr as well. Um, so I've done stuff with that, and I'm fairly well known at that circle as well from my love of Shaman. And going forward, would you want to see anything new from Shaman, like a, a Mega or Dynamax or any of that nonsense? Oh yeah, I when Megas first came out, I really, really wanted to see a Mega form of Shaman, just because I thought it would be... You know, there was so much potential with how the Sky form had already gone from like a Hedgehog to a Reindeer. If you took the angelic influences that Skyform had already kind of dipped its toe into, you could do something really cool to be like an angel of gratitude. Or there was, and I don't remember who the artist was, there was an artist back in uh, the early times of like when Shaman was first released who designed like a dragon Shaman. That was super cool and I wanted to see that. Um, I think what was a missed opportunity, but would have been really cool for Legends Arceus would have been to do like a Hisui form of Shaman, especially since you're around the whole Floroma town mythology and connection that Shaman has to that town. It would have been really cool to see something akin to like a more 
not primal deity, but like an old school shaman. Uh, but I can mm. understand to some degree why they haven't gone that route because hedgehogs themselves, at least in uh, the West, I'm not really sure about in Japan and other related areas, but in the West, hedgehogs aren't super uh, ingrained in mythology in because there's not a lot of them in the West. I think the one exception that I can think of off the top of my head is in Germany, if I remember correctly. There's like a myth about hedgehogs that have fruits on their backs, which is actually fairly similar to what Shaman is as Pokemon. I don't think um, hedgehogs are native here in Japan, because you see like, the treat is quite exotic. You see like hedgehog cafes. Hmm. People get really excited if I tell them that we have them in England. Interesting. Yeah, they have, uh, they're exotic in the United States generally as well, because you have to have like an exotic, um, the, the exotic animal laws have to allow it in the States, and so it's like on a state-by-state -state basis, so where I live you can't have them <laughs> as pets. Okay. Now in Europe they're, I mean I don't want to say common, but they're, you know, they're there. But I guess yeah. they're getting a little rarer. But that's uh, the only one that I, I know that there's been some like involving, like there's one or two myths, but they're not nearly as prevalent in mythology as like, you know, wolves or foxes or something. So it might be a little bit harder to do something with Shaman, but I would love to be able to see, especially with the introduction of like Paradox Pokemon and regional forms, I feel like there's definitely opportunity to breathe new life into Shaman. And I really enjoyed the fact that like, for a while there was a huge drought of like Shaman in uh, official content and merchandise. It was like really popular when the Sinnoh games first came out and then it, they still had some stuff like around the, uh, I think it was the 10th anniversary or, or 15th anniversary um, when they did like the year of the mythical. Uh, they had a surge then, but then it kind of lulled for a bit. And then in the last like couple of years, they've started releasing a lot of merchandise with like the Secret Garden and stuff like that. And so it's been really nice, uh, even though that hasn't been hugely outside of Japan, uh, to see that kind of get brought back, because it makes me think that they're giving more attention to Pokemon that hasn't been super loved over the years. Okay, well, have you got any other final thoughts on Shaman? Uh, I mean... I'll try it. It's a, it's, I just think it's a really, really cute Pokemon. I... It's... Perfection in hedge form. Uh, <laughs> um, I just, I've greatly enjoyed, I like the concept behind it. I like the whole idea of how it just it embodies gratitude and that when people show love and affection that it blossoms to show that it feels like that. Uh, and I know that the shaman within the movie itself isn't a very popular shaman because it's got a bit of a bratty attitude. But I have always found that shaman in uh, its core and with the events that it's been in throughout the generations, whether it's like the Ranger games or the base games themselves, really exemplify um, a trait of showing gratitude for nature and what nature provides, I guess, to us, and that we should, you know, maybe stop and smell the roses every once in a while and stuff like that. Um, so I just think it's really cute and it's taught me to appreciate nature i've done some photography of just like stopping and taking pictures of flowers and sometimes i'll take a shaman figurine with me to just have it hiding out in the woods because i think it's 
a lot of fun to, you know, pay more attention to nature in that aspect. So do you have anything to plug right now? Uh, so I run two major shaman-themed ask blogs. Uh, the first one is it's uh, land-shaman.tumblr.com. Uh, that's a blog that I just update whenever I feel like drawing random shaman-related content or posting. Like when Shaman came out in Cafe Remix and when it came out in Pokemon Go, I posted related to that. I also run uh, shamancafe.tumblr.com, which is a Pokemon Cafe Remix-themed shaman blog that I created long before Shaman was added to Cafe Remix, and it's just about a bunch of different Shaman running a cafe. <laughs> okay, very cute. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for your time, and thank you for uh, interviewing me for this. At Daily Shaman on Twitter also hit me up with this to say. Okay, well, personally for me, I started caring more for Shaman during a time when some of those I knew were having to leave our hometown. Shaman, being the gratitude Pokemon, struck a chord for me, because even if I'm sad about memories that won't be able to be made, I still had all the time and memories that I did get to spend with them. The feeling of gratitude can be just as fragile and fleeting as Shaman itself, either by being suppressed by painful feelings or regret, or being thankful for little things throughout the day, so the feeling doesn't remain so long. But then there's those big moments where the feeling can swell and bloom when you feel it the greatest. Shaming, to me, personally, is one of the most true-to-design Pokémon, based on a feeling or emotion. Small, because sometimes feeling gratitude is just a small feeling under everything in a day. Fast, because the feeling can be easily displaced by cold or more passionate emotions. Sky gives strength to the fragile Shaman, but also fits into how the emotion can come and go as quickly as someone blinks and how the feeling can spread between people. Flowers being a common gift of love, care, and gratitude. And of course, Andrew Rice had some nonsense to tell me. Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 4 Pokemon? And if so, does he have any thoughts about, um... Shaman. Uh, is this the little grass thing? Yeah. Yeah, you get one of those in Arceus for whatever reason. Yep. Turning up. Basically. Not like yep. it was in my day, I had to earn it. I don't think I had heard of Shaman before Arceus, though. Nah. Shame. Thank you to all of those friends. I have nothing but gratitude. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhays. Funding is provided by lovely listeners. If you'd like to help keep the lights on or give your thanks, head over to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. There you can find links to the other shows my pals and I create, or for just a dollar a month, listen to episodes as soon as we're done editing. I love hearing from you guys. A five-star rating and review on your podcasting app of choice, or even better, telling a friend about the show, would always be much appreciated. Our next monster is Arceus. After that, it will be time to think about the fifth generation. Let me know your thoughts and feelings about those or any other Pokemon on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. Catch more Pokemon content at twitch.tv slash LukeLovesPKMN, Friday nights from 9pm UK time. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening.
I love Shaman. And remember, I love you too.